Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, October 27. U.S. stocks finished mixed in a choppy trading session as a host of earnings and economic news were released. The markets digested a second straight 75 basis point rate hike by the European Central Bank, and shares of Meta Platforms tumbled after missing earnings estimates and forecasting much higher than expected capital expenditures, while Dow members Caterpillar, McDonald's, Honeywell, and Merck all rallied after beating earnings expectations. The economic calendar was full today as third-quarter GDP growth came in stronger than expected and weekly initial jobless claims were lower than anticipated, but durable goods orders missed forecasts. Treasury yields fell following the data, and the U.S. dollar rebounded from a recent drop amid the European Central Bank rate hike. Crude oil prices were higher and gold dipped. Asia diverged as the markets remained choppy, while Europe ended higher following the European Central Bank's monetary policy decision and amid the flood of earnings reports. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 194 points, or 0.6%, to 32,033, while the S&P 500 declined 23 points, or 0.6%, to 3,807, and the Nasdaq Composite fell 178 points, or 1.6%, to 10,793. In moderate volume, 4.6 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.7 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $1.17 to $89.08 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $3.30 to $1,665.90 per ounce, and the dollar index rose 0.8% to 110.54. In equity news on Thursday, Meta Platforms, ticker symbol META, reported third quarter earnings per share of $1.64, below the $1.90 faxed estimate, as revenues declined 4% year over year to $27.7 billion, topping the street's forecast of $27.4 billion. The company's daily and monthly active users were mostly in line with forecasts, and its advertising revenue topped estimates, but its capital expenditures were larger than expected, and its operating margin missed expectations. Meta Platforms issued fourth-quarter revenue guidance with a midpoint below estimates, noting a headwind due to foreign exchange while offering a larger-than-expected outlook for capital expenditures. Shares fell over 20%. Dow member Caterpillar, ticker symbol CAT, posted adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $3.95, well above the anticipated $3.16, with revenues rising 21% year-over-year to $15 billion, north of the forecasted $14.4 billion. The company noted higher price realization and higher sales volumes. Shares of Caterpillar rallied. Dow Component McDonald's Corporation, ticker symbol MCD, announced third quarter earnings of $2.68 per share, above the anticipated $2.58, as revenues decreased 5% year-over-year to $5.9 billion, exceeding the expected $5.7 billion. McDonald's noted broad-based business momentum as global same-store sales increased nearly 10% year-over-year. Shares were nicely higher. 
Dow member Honeywell International, ticker symbol HON, reported adjusted third quarter profits of $2.25 per share, above the expected $2.16, as revenues rose 6% year-over-year to $9 billion, roughly in line with estimates. The company said its organic sales, or excluding acquisitions, divestitures, and foreign exchange, rose 9% year-over-year, with solid growth out of its building technologies, performance materials, and technologies, and aerospace. Honeywell International raised the low end of its full-year earnings per share guidance while it increased the midpoint for its organic sales outlook. Shares moved to the upside. And Dow Component Merkin Company, ticker symbol MRK, posted adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $1.85, north of the projected $1.72, with revenues rising 14% year-over-year to $15 billion, above the expected $14.1 billion. The company noted strong performance out of its oncology segment, notably its sales of its cancer treatment, Keytruda. Merkin Company raised its full-year guidance. Shares were higher. Stocks are higher for the week, building on last week's sharp rise, which was the best weekly gain since June, with bond yields and the U.S. dollar pulling back a bit. Elevated Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have added to global economic pressure and are threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab market perspective, No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, third quarter earnings season is hitting a higher gear this week, and Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled, Earnings Trampled Underfoot, how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop, And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, the first look of three at third quarter gross domestic product, the broadest measure of economic output, showed a 2.6% quarter-over-quarter annualized rate of expansion versus the consensus Bloomberg estimate of a 2.4% gain after the unrevised 0.6% contraction in the second quarter. Personal consumption rose by 1.4% compared to forecasts of a 1% gain and following the unadjusted 2% increase recorded in the second quarter. The Bureau of Economic Analysis said the increase in GDP reflected increases in exports, consumer spending, a non-residential fixed investment, government spending, federal and state and local, that were partially offset by decreases in residential fixed investment and private inventory investment. Imports, which are a subtraction in the calculation of GDP, decreased. On inflation, the GDP price index came in at a 4.1% increase below expectations of a 5.3% gain and compared to the unrevised 9% rise seen in the second quarter, while the core PCE price index, which excludes food and energy, moved 4.5% higher 
in line with expectations and following the unadjusted 4.7% increase in the second quarter. September's preliminary durable goods orders rose 0.4% month-over-month, south of the expected 0.6% increase, and versus the prior month's upwardly revised 0.2% gain. Excluding transportation, orders decreased 0.5% after the prior month's downwardly revised flat rating, and compared to the expected 0.2% gain. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, fell 0.7% month-over-month, south of expectations of a 0.3% growth rate, and versus the prior month's negatively revised 0.8% rise. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 217,000 for the week ended October 22nd, below estimates of 220,000, but above the prior week's unrevised 214,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 6,750 to 219,000, and continuing claims for the week ended October 15th increased by 55,000 to 1,438,000, north of estimates of 1,390,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims increased by 23,000 to 1,387,500. The October Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index fell more than expected and into contraction territory with a reading below zero. The index dropped to negative seven from September's unrevised positive one reading and compared to forecasts calling for a decrease to negative two. Treasury yields were lower with the yields on the two-year note, 10-year note, and the 30-year bond all declining nine basis points to 4.33%, and 4.8%, respectively. Elevated bond yields and the U.S. dollar have fostered volatility in the markets, with the Fed leading a global monetary policy tightening charge. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her article titled Markets to Fed, Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, and how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In her latest article, titled Different Strings, Similar Story, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. Tomorrow's economic calendar will come in heavy with reads on the third quarter employment cost index, which is expected to increase 1.2% from the previous quarter, along with data on September's personal income and personal spending, both of which are forecasted to advance 0.4% month over month. The PCE deflator for September will also be released, expected to rise 0.3% month-over-month and 6.3% year-over-year, along with a core deflator, which excludes food and energy, predicted to increase 0.5% month-over-month and 5.2% year-over-year. More housing data will be released, courtesy of pending home sales for September, forecasted to have fallen 4% from August. The final read on October's University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index will round out the day, anticipated to decline slightly to 59.6 from the preliminary read of 59.8.
In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe were higher, with volatility remaining as the markets reacted to today's decision from the European Central Bank to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second time. The markets paid close attention to the customary press conference following the decision by European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde, looking for any clues on how aggressive the central bank will remain. Lagarde said, although it has already made significant progress, quote, we are not done yet, end quote, and there will be further rate increases, but the exact pace will be determined meeting by meeting. She noted that inflation remains far too high and will stay above target for an extended period. Lagarde added that the European Central Bank expects a further weakening in the economy for the remainder of the year and the beginning of next year, noting that risks to the growth outlook are clearly to the downside. The euro and British pound traded lower versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. declined sharply. In other economic news, German consumer confidence remained severely negative for November, and Italian consumer confidence deteriorated for October. Tightening monetary policies on both sides of the pond had fostered economic uneasiness and volatility in the bond and currency markets. Credit Suisse Group AG, ticker symbol CS, fell sharply after the embattled bank outlined its turnaround plan, which included intentions to raise billions in capital after posting a sizable third-quarter loss. Political developments out of the UK remain in focus as Rishi Sunak was announced as the new UK Prime Minister this week, vowing to place economic stability and confidence at the heart of the government's agenda. His appointment came as former Prime Minister Liz Truss resigned last Thursday following a failed tax-cutting budget that rocked financial markets, particularly for bonds and currencies. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his latest article titled Revenge of the Markets, how markets can have more sway over policymakers than vice versa, as demonstrated in the UK recently. Jeff offers three ideas for what markets may compel other policymakers to do next. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness and have been exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. The UK FTSE 100 index gained 0.6%, Germany's DAX index rose 1.1%, France's CAC 40 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index increased 0.4%, Spain's IBEX 35 index went up 0.9%, and Italy's FTSE MIB index traded 0.5% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, with a choppy week continuing, and markets in mainland China and Hong Kong remaining volatile as they digest the implications from the conclusion of China's 20th National Congress over the weekend that saw President Xi with a third term. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article, China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Meanwhile, the markets are reacting to a flood of mixed quarterly results as earnings season starts to heat up while awaiting today's monetary policy decision out of Europe. Global markets have been uneasy as the U.S. dollar has spiked to multi-decade highs and bond yields across the world have jumped to central banks' tighten monetary policies led by the Fed in the U.S.
However, the Bank of Japan, which concludes its meeting tomorrow, has abstained from moving away from its accommodative policy, and China has added stimulus as the country tries to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. In economic news in the region, Japan's leading indicators for August were revised higher, and South Korea's third-quarter GDP growth slowed versus the second quarter. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.3% as the yen continued to strengthen versus the U.S. dollar, though it remains at multi-decade lows versus the greenback after the government reportedly intervened recently to try to stabilize its currency. China's Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.6% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index increased 0.7%, trimming some of this week's sharp losses. South Korea's Kospi Index rallied 1.7%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index finished 0.5% to the upside. And India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index advanced 0.4% in a return to action following yesterday's holiday. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce inflation reports out of Tokyo, Australia, Germany, Italy, and France. We will also get third-quarter GDP figures from France, Spain, and Germany. Additionally, data from the Eurozone's confidence figures will be released, along with the Bank of Japan's monetary policy decision.